Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time. Fantasy. Yeah. Time. <laughs> Take a special kind of man to wear an elf suit, and by golly, I'm that man. All right. This is amazing. TSS Fantasy. This is like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? <laughs> it's time. Mayo. Mayo over sour cream, yeah. Right, that's because you have high cholesterol. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl edition. You know me, I'm the same OG, but let's get on to our introductions. Welcome to the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. We're still here, baby. Let's go. Super Bowl show. <laughs> let's said, go. We're still, here. we're still chugging along. We're still making chugging it. Chugging along, baby. <laughs> also, welcome to the studio, Nick, you got Flander mm. Macaronis. Yes, it is me, Nick. You got Flander Macaronis. I don't have high cholesterol like somebody else on the show. <laughs> and you can find all of our wonderful merchandise on tssfantasy.com, courtesy of Bonfire. And we are back and better than ever, my friends. Let's get it going. Indeed. Big show tonight. A culmination of the big big story that took along all year. And listen, not only a big story, but a lot of big um, a lot of big records were broke this year. Um, let's also not forget the birth of TSS Fantasy. Let's get it going, guys. Don't also forget. Um, this weekend, check us out on be- on the big belly up, big game bonanza. Say that three times fast. We got all of our, we got the gridiron gall- gallery. We got Dan Mater. We got high and low. Um, we got scoreboard addicts. We got basically everybody, the big personalities from belly up, all culminating into a big show. It's going to be exciting. Three hours from twelve to three. Don't forget to check us out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy it. Get get you ready for the big game. Also, don't forget about Burns Radio. We're always on in the morning. Um, The times have been a little varied, as I heard. But either way, you can always make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. The people. (laughs) All right, let's get it started tonight with a little bit of news. Yeah. 
All right, we'll start it off tonight. We'll just bring up not much news going on in the league other than let's bring up CJ Uzuma is a go. And I we're going to have a big conversation about him uh, going into next season because we've talked about him a few times being a top 10 tight end um, this year, a top like top tight end. Um, I think, you know, he could have a big impact in this game. Guys, do you, let's start with Fred first. Do you think CJ is, has a big impact uh, coming into this ballgame? I think he has to have a big impact. I, I think, I think, I, I don't want to go too far into the game, but I think with the Rams defense, I think you need that big tight end in the middle to just so Joe Burrow can get the throw off. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a big, big part of the game. He needs that big target. Nick, how about yourself, sir? No, I don't think he's going to be a factor at all. I really don't. You know it, I do, and that's why I was waiting. I think the Rams are, are going to bottle him up, and uh, he's coming off a pretty significant injury. So I don't think he's going to be able to go as well as he should. And throughout the season, he only showed up a couple times. He had one big game against Baltimore, and uh, I think the other one was against Green Bay, and that was pretty much it. So uh, I do not – and I didn't say that to be contrary to uh, Freddie. I just don't think that that he's going to be a big factor in the game. They got too many I, other weapons. I think. Yeah. I think though. Think about it. Uh, you have to cover the better players, which is Higgins and and um, the other wide receiver, whatever. Uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Right, but that's why if you who else you're going to throw to? You got to dump off to Mixon, or you're going to have to hit Uzma. You got to utilize them. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, he might be a red zone target at the very least. Um, you know, and again, it's a Super Bowl. Who knows who's going to step up in a big time moment? So, you know, we'll, it'll be interesting to see nonetheless. Um, I want to I want to just real quickly uh, piggyback off our conversation that we had on Flores last week. Um, we didn't get a lot of time into it, unfortunately. I know, um, you know, Mary J. Maybe on some later episodes, we'll get as the litigation gets farther down the line, we'll bring her back on. But I just wanted to say, make one quick comment. It does not help your case, Coach Flores, when you are sitting here in the media saying that Lovey Smith got the token black guy job at Houston um, because that's going completely against what you're saying and a total disrespect to Lovey Smith, who's actually coached in this league, done well in the NFL, went to college, actually did well with Illinois. So um, I think Lovey deserves a little more respect. And I think what you're doing now is trying to make it about you instead of, of about the cause, supposedly. So, guys, real quick, Nick, we'll go to you first on this one. Your thoughts on uh, final thoughts on the Florida situation. Uh, not not a very popular opinion, but I don't think he's wrong. I I don't I I think I think they had the screws to him, uh, and I think now he does deserve the job. Do I think Brian Flores is a better coach than than Lovey Smith? Absolutely, but I don't think that Brian Flores is is wrong. Uh, even the commissioner came out and said we didn't do a good job. Uh, and also keep in mind from from Dominic Foxworth. Goodell really doesn't have that much power. Goodell works for the owners. So the only way to really solve this race issue with the hiring of, of the African-American coaches, you need African-American owners. That's that's the crux of it. That's not going away anytime soon. So we can do all this dog and pony, fluff and guff stuff. Um, once you get a, a non uh, once you get a minority owner in there, that's when things are going to change. 
Fluff and guff. Speaking of fluff, Fred, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, fluffy right now. We have fluffy in a minute. I had nothing um, to run with fluff. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Brian Flores is a good coach, and I think Lovey Smith is a good coach. Um, I, I, I think he would have been the better hire. I, I Lovey Smith is good, but he's kind of an age. And he and they have a total rebuild going over there. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. He did really well in Chicago with no quarterback, and he had multiple winning seasons. Um, but I still think Brian Flores is the better coach. And when the Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the league, saying something's wrong, I mean, he uh, there's something there's something's wrong. There's something wrong. So if I'm Brian Flores, I would congratulate um, the coach and Lovey Smith. And you know, I, th- I think he may have hurt his chances this year of ever becoming a coach. It's pretty sad, actually. Hold on. I just want. Do make one comment. Freddie said that there's some, something wrong, right? How many interviews does Eric Bietamy have to go through before he For gets a job? Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, it, he is an like, offensive wizard, and nobody gives him the chance. He's up for every every open vacancy every single year and doesn't seem to get it. I, I just want to say one – I mean, I mean, I don't want to call Eric Bannon an offensive genius because he's running Andy Reid's offense. Let's be fair. You know what I mean? So, But, again, he's learning from Andy Reid, so, of course, he's going to carry that over and, like Brian Flores carried over from Bill Belichick. So and of most, of, most of Andy Reid's tree does better in the NFL than, than Belichick's tree. That's I mean, true. so I, I would definitely it. give him a chance. And I thought he would have got a, a real chance in Jacksonville with a young, nice quarterback quarterback but nobody's really giving them the time the chances cool. uh i heard though check this out that uh lovey smith is gonna hire all black staff or mm. african-american staff like dennis green used to back in minnesota days right so 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 they can get the job experience and try to become more coaches well that's 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 going about making a change that's the you smart thing to do Right, and that's that's the smart thing to do there for sure. So I will I will say this though, um, I am grateful that Lovey Smith is back in the league because next year around Christmas time, man, I can't wait to see that face and boy that beard. God, he don't look like Santa. I gotta tell you. All right, let's go on to the NFL honors that took place last night. MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers. What do you guys think about? Aaron Rod, we talked about him way back. Remember in the early summer, the Aaron Rodgers fantasies MVP of the league this year, four thousand one hundred fifteen yards. But here's where he's money: thirty-seven touchdowns, four, four interceptions. Like wow, what a, what a! I didn't even realize until I looked it up. What a great season for Aaron Rodgers. He definitely makes the Packers go. However, the question I lay to you, Fred. Do you think he is worthy of MVP? And if not, who? I'm tired of these quarterbacks getting MVP year after year after year. Yes, he is great, but he cannot get it done. He is not in the Super Bowl again. I think it should have been Cooper Cup, personally. I think, I mean, he led the offense. He had an amazing season as wide receiver. He did it with so-called, I mean, Stafford's a good quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers, but this man, Cooper Cup, played outstanding the whole year at a position that you're getting your head chopped off. I, I give Aaron Rodgers props, but I really believe Cooper Cup should have been MVP. Nick, what are your thoughts? Uh, I completely agree. I mean, I mean, Aaron's numbers are great, uh, but I don't think he, I don't think he really deserved MVP. I mean, you really can't be mad at it. But I think that Cooper Cup did a much a much better job 
And like we said, how many times has Aaron Rodgers come up short at home in the NFC Championship game? And now he goes out and loses to, to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, so we try to give the, right at home, we tried to give the way the game away at least five times. So, but no, I think I think Cooper Cup should have gotten it. He he put out, if I'm not mistaken, the best one of uh, if not the best seasons a wide receiver has ever had. And Aaron's been there. How many times? I know it's not a lifetime achievement award, but you should have given it to to Cooper Cup. Um, Rodgers getting it. I mean, his numbers are deserving, but again, you got to look at the whole body of work. We'll bring up Coop in a minute. He was Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, did get received that um, award. One thousand nine hundred forty-seven yards, sixteen touchdowns. Unreal season for Cooper Cup. Uh, we'll talk about him in a second, though. But let's talk about Mike Rabel. He was voted Coach of the Year. Tennessee going twelve and five. No Derrick Henry for half the year, so that was impressive. Uh, uh, played, you know, Julio Jones was kind of in and out. Uh, Tannehill was spotty at best. Defense really did show out for them. So, uh, great, great season for the Titans. However, they did fall short in the playoffs, much like we were talking about the uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So, Nick, I'll start with you. Mike Vrabel, is he worthy? If not, who? I don't think he is worthy. Uh, he, he had all the tools, even though he lost um, – Derrick Henry, he did a fantastic, fantastic job of, of keeping it together. But again, he came up short in, in the playoffs. Um, uh, I'm going to hate to say it. Uh, I'd give it to Zach Taylor. I, I really would because, <laughs> because of the, uh, he came out of nowhere. He hasn't he hadn't won since he got Joe Burrow. So so you could look at Joe Burrow being, being the MVP. But, again, um, back to topic. I think Zach Taylor should have gotten a nod over him. I think Brian Flores should have gotten a nod over him. Not being a homer, I think Nick Sirianni could have, should have gotten a nod over him because of what um, of, of how the Eagles came back after Week 7. So I think there was a lot of better deserving uh, coaches. But again, you can't be really mad at Vrabel. Did he did he deserve the job, the coach of the year? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Brad, how about you? I have to agree. Uh, if uh, I would definitely have picked Zach Taylor. Um Nobody's seen Cincinnati coming out of at the beginning of the year like this. No, nobody's seen that. I mean, if honestly, just so I don't repeat, Nick, I'm gonna go with another name, Shanahan. I didn't think the 49ers were gonna make it to the NFC Championship game. He had Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. 
Uh, running game was we, we were making fun of the running game. He had two or three running backs. I mean, we knew they had a decent defense, but I mean, he found a way to make Debo Samuel the ultimate player, put him in different positions. So I would have gave it to Shanahan, Sirianni as is is an honorable mention. We didn't see the Eagles coming out of this neither. Yeah, no, I the Shanahan, yeah, um, you know, even Flores, like you mentioned, I mean, the, you know, the team started off bad, you know, had the two injury, had Jacoby Brissett trying to keep them uh, alive, and then, you know, they they had every opportunity, even some money to <laughs> want to quit, but decided not to, and and played well down the stretch. So, you know, you got to give it to them as well. But I do like the Shanahan mention. I do think he he should deserve it. Actually, when I bring it up, but Mike Rabel also did do a good job. We brought it up earlier, Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup. Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt, 48 tackles, 22 and a half sacks this year. Um, great season for T.J. Watt. Um, I, you know, I think we all agree he kind of deserved it. Um, didn't really see anyone else really uh, deserving, and obviously Cooper Cup, um, you know, he definitely deserved that as well. Comeback Player of the Year, Joe Burrow. I mean... Hello. I mean, Dak had a good season, um, but, you know, again, you know, you guys have brought up the Bengals and didn't expect them to be what they were. Um, Look what, you know, Joe Burrow did this season. Um, I would kick it around to you guys to ask if there's anyone else, but I don't think, you know, if you have anyone else, go ahead and interrupt me. But I don't think there's really anyone else that really qualifies as comeback player of the year more than Joe Burrow. Um, we can talk about the Walter Payton man of the year if you like, but I don't really, you know, I don't know how to equate that or quantify that, but it's Andre Whitworth. He, uh, you know, did some great things around, around the league. Um, offensive play, or excuse me, offensive rookie of the year. Again, if you would have listened to TSS fantasy in the summer, we told you who was going to be Jamar chase. What a great season he had this season. Um, you know, there were some other great rookies, this year, but Jamar Chase definitely hands above everyone else this year. And defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons, listen, for the Cowboys, really exciting stuff going forward for their defense, you know, with digs. I think the future's bright for their defense. Guys, what are your thoughts on the rookies and like the uh future for these for these guys? Nick, we'll go to you. Uh, I don't think that you could have found any any better rookies on either side of the ball. I mean, Micah Parsons. I mean, I love him at Penn State, and I I saw what he could do, and but I didn't think he would do this at this level in his first year. The dude could play everywhere. I mean, he was drafted as a linebacker. I forget one of our guests said it. If if he actually plays his his actual position, who knows what we can do? But I mean, he can he covered. He's out there. Cover wide receivers. A dude is stuck. I, I he, I think he just beat the NFL fastest man of the year in the in the Pro Bowl showdown. So, and then he goes and says, "Well, the other guys weren't were full speed." I mean, so I mean, he's I mean, he's he's modest. So uh, he's all awesome. he's all world. Indeed, Fred, your thoughts? Uh, uh, uh Michael Parsons. <laughs> mentioned him back about week six when we were talking about defenses and this guy 
you know, Penn State breeds linebackers. That's what just what that's what they do, man. Um, I mean, that's from the from the dawn from from as long as I can remember, twenty years they've always had linebackers. Dallas got really lucky in the way they drafted him. I didn't think this kid was going to be that good, and I love keeping up with the defensive players during the draft. And man, that guy's a monster. The only one, now let me a little bit about the offensive player, Jamar Chase. Um, the guy, the kid from Miami. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting my name right now. Um, the, the wide receiver. Waddle. Okay, Waddle. They were going head to head for quite a while, and it just happened that Jamar Chase just pulled ahead of him like the last five six games of the season. But I want to give a Waddle an honorable mention because he was doing it. He was keeping Miami in week in week out. He was the man. We went to the game. I mean, we was, he he actually beat the Jets basically by himself. He had like twelve receptions and then got hurt. So uh, he's definitely an honorable mention. Indeed. All right, let's go over to the Hall of Fame inductees of 2022. Here's the class, Leroy Butler. Um, the uh, He actually is the creator of the Lambo Leap, actually, you know, believe it or not. Um, I didn't know that until I looked it up today. Tony Vaselli, the tackle from Jacksonville. Sam Mills, the linebacker from the Panthers. Um, Richard Seymour from the Patriots. Bryant Young from the 49ers. Cliff Branch, receiver from the Raiders. Art McNally, um, father of modern officiating, just so you're aware. Now, uh, some names that were mentioned prior. Um, I'm sorry, and Dick Vermeil. How did I for mention Dick? Um, you know, what a great career he's had. Some names that were mentioned that were left out. I'm going to bring it up. Zach Thomas still missed again. I don't understand. Zach Thomas, no offense to Sam Mills, way better stats than Sam Mills. So I think this was more of a, you know, a salute to Sam. And that's fine. Zach will get in next year. No worries. Um, Demarcus Ware, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Heinz Ward were some guys that were left out. All right. We're going to take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we got a fun Super Bowl edition of The Feud. Let's go. Get your party started with the Kong Beer Bong. You get a canned cooler for those chilled, laid-back get-togethers and a built-in beer bong for when things start to get a little wild. It's portable and ready to party no matter where you are in the world. It's perfect for any holiday event. And the party doesn't stop there. They have an assortment of fun party accessories to take your party to the next level. Be the most wanted party animal for any get-together with the Kong Beer Bomb. Visit BellyUpSports.com today. Click our Partners tab. All shipments in America are free. That's right, the Kong Beer Bong. Let's get it started. Hey, guys, it's Super Bowl time. And for you guys, time to play the few. I was so cold. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. (laughs) 
Nick, hey. it looked like you had something there before I hit the I, I did, I did. And you're going to be upset with me, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> I know it's not our sports, but I just, I just got to say this. Congratulations. Holla, freaking Lulia. The Sixers finally got rid of Ben Simmons. Can't oh, wait. All right. You anyway. go All right. Anyway. All right. This is fantasy feud. I don't give a you know what about the Philly 76ers. Let's go. We're going to go with round one. It is Super Bowl edition. I'm going to test your knowledge tonight. I hey, listen, the great thing about this, guys, is that when you guys go to your Super Bowl parties and those are watching, you guys are going to be amped up and ready to go. You guys are going to have lots of fun trivia to throw at your party guests. So, yes, Fred, what, what you got? Victory Fred? will be mine this time today. I hope, so. no prep. I hope so because I got some fun surprises for the winner and loser. Let's go to round one. Here's your question. Name the top five QBs in passing our performances in Super Bowls all time. Phil Sims. Phil Sims. <laughs> What? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh. Sorry. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Tom Brady with 500 yards against Philadelphia. Tom no, Brady. Ah, I misread the question. I misread okay. the question. It's all passing yards. So Tom Brady in Super Bowl 52, 505 yards. He also did it in Super Bowl 51. 466. So you got number one and control, Nick. Go ahead, sir. What's your next guess? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I can tell no, no prep was done. I'm no, sorry. No. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. All right, so you got Kurt Warner, number two. He did it three times on this list. Super Bowl 34, 414 yards. Super Bowl 43, 377 yards. And Super Bowl 36, 365 yards. Kurt Warner, nasty when it matters. One and two you got with one strike, Nick. What up? What you got? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> One strike remaining. No pressure. No, none at all. Um, <laughs> oh, Karen Rogers. Karen Rogers. La, 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 la. Oh, Nick, I cannot wait to tell you the rest of this list. But, Fred, you got some meat on this bone. Can you take the round? Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. All right, here is the remainder of this list. Nick Foles at number three. I don't know how you don't remember this, Nick. Super Bowl 52, 373 yards. How about this next guy on the list? Donovan McNabb. He was three, Super Bowl 39, 357 yards. This is embarrassing, Nick. Number five, Joe Montana actually tied 357 yards. That was in Super Bowl 23. I still won the round, so I, I don't care. 
You did win the round. However, your Philly fan card is now inserted in said pocket. Let's go to round two fights. Which teams have scored the most points in the Super Bowl? Redskins. The Washington Redskins. The New England Patriots. The New England Patriots. Game. 49ers. Great job. Number one on this list. Super Bowl 24, 55 points. Sorry, oh, yeah. Nick. You control the round again, sir. What else you got? 55 to 10, wasn't it? Against Denver? Um, uh, most points in the Super Bowl. Um, Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers. Patriots. New England Patriots that were already guessed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was that was a dumbass. Um. So you got number one on the list, 49ers. You got a lot more meat on the bone. Oh, four, I know I do. Four nope. teams left. Um, let me try Philly, just, just for fun. The Philadelphia Eagles. La, 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 la. Fly, Eagles, fly right. in the back of the room because it's Fred's turn, and you've got four answers to your advantage. Okay, I have to get this, guys. I have to get this. Uh, how about the Dallas Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys. Great job. They're actually, actually number two on this list, 52 points in Super Bowl twenty-seven. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl 37, 48 points. That was a wow. good ball, if you remember. Number four, the Bears. That was a Super Bowl 20, 46 points. That was against New England. And number five, the Seattle Seahawks. That was uh, 43 points in Super Bowl 48. Now consider yourself educated. Here we go. We're going to round three. I hope you guys are ready. It is one-to-one. One. Getting exciting here. Here we go. Most rushing yards in a performance in Super Bowl history. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Oh, no, I didn't get the thing up. Emmett Smith. I had a pause for your ex. <laughs> All right, Nick, you got a guess here. Let me say Bettis. Jerome the Bus Bettis, and we're going to have a long round. I can see it coming here. Fred? I got it. Terrell Davis. T.O. Excuse me, not T.O., but T.D. Terrell Davis. Good job. He comes in at number five on this list, right at the bottom, 157 points. I was in Super Bowl 32. All right, my friend, you got control. What else you got? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So um, let's go with 
Um, let's go with uh, Tiki Barber. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Tiki Barber. That deserved two off the jump. Hey, man. Hey, hey. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go with this is Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott. What? What? <laughs> Did you think he was a part of that big points in that game or something? I don't know what happened. I, I thought he was got some points. Holy Toledo! Wow! All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. All right listen, you got two strikes, and all you got is the fifth guy in this list. So you got a lot of meat here. You got a number right, one right. performance. You you're missing a lot. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh I, I know. I know who it is. It's um. Walter Payton. <laughs> Walter Payton, the sweet you guess that every week. La, 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 la. All right, Nick, your chance to steal it. A lot of meat on the bone. Can you get it? Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Great job. That was performance number two, 191 yards. That was a you Super know, Bowl. 18. Number one, Washington. Number one on this list, Timmy Smith. Played for the Denver Broncos, 204 yards, Super Bowl 22. Just so you know, John Riggins. He was 166 yards. That was Super Bowl 17 all over America's team, the Miami Dolphins. And Franco Harris, number four, calling out your Pennsylvania. Wrong Steeler. Uh, Super Bowl nine is when he performed that. So good job, Nick. You got it up. You're two to one. Although I always get it up. <laughs> although your Pennsylvania man, uh, uh, excuse me, fanhood is definitely in question today. Here we go into round four. Something Fred knows all about. Name the top five Super Bowl snack foods. Chips and dips. <laughs> you got to be a little more specific on the dip. A salsa. Salsa? What? Uh, can I say chips and guacamole? Chips and guacamole? 
chicken wings. Chicken wings. Number one on the list. You control the round, sir. I had a feeling you were going to do well in this one. <laughs> Take it away, sir. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Number three on the list. <laughs> Pizza. All right. What else you got? Uh, let's see here. Um, if I'm going to eat some, I, oh, I'm going to have a dip session. So I would go with some queso dip. Queso dip. No, all right, you got two. You've got one, three, and four on this list. There's two and five remaining. Um, I'm gonna go snack foods, Super Bowl snack foods. So let's go with um hamburgers. Hamburgers. Number two on this list. You are oh. dangerously closer from sweeping this category. I got, I, I, I got, I just had one last night, so I'm going to say a hot dog. Hot dog. Sweeps the round. Unbelievable. Actually, it's not unbelievable. I fully on believe you were going to do that. All right, so we're up two to two. Last round, guys. Let's see who's going to take it. Here we go. This is for all the marbles. Put that away. Which teams have had the most interceptions in a Super Bowl all time? These are an N1 performance game. So which teams have pulled off the most well, interceptions? Thrown or caught interceptions? It, it caught the interceptions. Made the defensive interception. I mean, the, I'm sorry, Fred, what was your answer to, or did you answer? I said the Denver Broncos. He said Green oh, Bay. Okay, that's why I thought you, you made an answer. My bad. Okay, so the Green Bay Packers, they are on this list number three with four interceptions in Super Bowl 31. Now, there are six answers on this list. So just to give you guys a heads up, Nick, and actually, just to give you a heads up, the first team has five, and the rest are all tied with four. So that's to give you a, a little little hint on it. But, Nick, you're you're up, my friend. Who else you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowgirls. The Dallas Cowboys. They actually come in at number four on that list. That was in Super Bowl twelve. Uh, let me go the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. Not marching in a victory for you there. No, no, no. Uh, Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. All right. A lot of meat here. A lot of meat left. So uh, you got two strikes, and you got four answers available. Redskins. The Redskins. Number five on this list, also with four, with Super Bowl twenty-six. Okay, so I got... You have number one remaining, and number two, and number six. You have Packers, Cowboys, and Redskins is your... Correct guesses. Hmm. Uh, Bucks. The Bucks. 
They were the team at number one. Great job. Five interceptions. That was Super Bowl 37. So you got Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Redskins. Number two and number five answers are still remaining. Two and six, excuse me. Pittsburgh. The Steelers. La, 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 la. All right, friend, it's your opportunity, and man, I got to tell you, you're going to kick yourself if you don't get this one. All right, so I have two in mind. It's I got, I'm going, I got two, so I have the Patriots here and the Broncos here, but I'm going to stick with my answer and say the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. La, 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 la. Was it the Giants? It was not the Giants. It, man, Fred, you're going to hate yourself. It was the Baltimore Ravens. That was in Super Bowl 35 with four interceptions. And guess what? Number six, the New York Jets. That was a Super Bowl three with four interceptions. Let me get your fan card and put it in my pocket today. Nick, congratulations, sir. You are today's winner. Indeed, and Fred, you know what happens to the loser. I was that's, so close. That's how we do it on the show. Hey, guess what, though? I got a bonus question. Just to save the day for you, one last bonus question. This is might be the Affleck trivia question. You never know, but a, a good one to stump your friends with at a party. Can you name who scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl history? Barstar. Um, you're halfway right. He did. He threw it, but he did throw it. He did not just technically score the first <clears throat> touchdown. So I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't, didn't want to. What was it? Max McGee. That's it. Congrats. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me just pull this again. Great job, Nick. That was a great job. He actually was at the end of his 12-year career when he did that. He caught it actually one-handed, went across the middle, 37-yard TD. From Bart Starr. They went on to win that Super Bowl 35 to 10. So yeah, he, was even, he wasn't even, even supposed to play that game. Oh, man, Nick, you are just wow. pulling all the good stuff out today. All right, we're going to we're, we're take a quick break, listen to Dan Maynard soothe us uh, talking about balls. And when we get back, we're going to do the Super Bowl breakdown. Roses are red, violets are blue, but don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day 
just a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4,000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com today. Roses. All right, like I said, listen, we got an empty chair. Nick's so excited. <laughs> the magic of television is on display. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. This is like that That commercial is like when the DJ puts on Stairway to Heaven so he can go to the bathroom and he can do whatever he needs to do. <laughs> yeah, that one took a little too long. It's time for the breakdown. And it, it was supposed to go, damn it. All right, man, it's the Super Bowl, fellas. Let's get into this game real quick, and then we got some other fun stuff. But let's talk about the matchup. Bengals versus the Rams. The Bengals lead this series 8-6, to six, believe it or not. The last time these teams played was 2019. The Rams won 24-10. The leader at the helm for the Rams was Jared Goff, 372 yards, two TDs. Um, they actually had Daryl Henderson and Todd Gurley run the ball. 49 yards for Henderson, 44 for Gurley, one TD. But here's something that I really just wanted to note. Cooper Cup. Do you guys know what Cooper Cup did the last time these two met? Seven receptions, 220 yards, and a touchdown. This was a couple years ago, but doom. Like, I I definitely (laughs) remember that matchup. Andy Dalton uh, was leading the way for the Bengals that day, 329 yards for a TD. Joe Mixon, 66 yards. Tyler Boyd, 65 yards. Tyler Eifert, 74 yards for the Bengals. All right, so in this matchup defensively, Rams, number three against quarterbacks, number nine against running backs, 15th versus receivers, 13th versus the tight end. Bengals, 10th versus QBs, 18th versus running backs, 18th versus receivers, and 26th versus the tight end. We got a lot to talk about here um, and, you know, not a whole lot of time. So I'm going to start with you, Fred, first. Let's just break down the matchup. Give me, you know, give me your analysis of the game and tell me who you like. I like the Rams. Got a winning by 13. Uh, I think it's going to be about 30 to 17. I think the Rams are just way too tough. Got a great with, – with, with Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald chasing you around, uh, it, it, it's really going to be hard for him to throw off that ball. Um, so um, I, I think defense wins the game. It usually does. Rams all day, and it's at home. All right. Well, Nick, what are your thoughts on the big game matchup? Well, my thoughts. And your prediction. Matchup. Yeah, my prediction. Uh, yeah, it's funny how you said it. Andy Dalton, the beige water pistol. Uh, I got the Rams winning 30-24. to 24. Uh, I think it's going to be <clears> – <throat> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's going to be a, def- a key defensive stop by none other than Jalen Ramsey. I think he's... I think he's gonna get a, he's gonna get a pick, and it's going to stall the game-winning drive of Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. Um, at the end of the day, all these playoff matchups have been un- insanely close and good, and I just feel like this is gonna be just another one of those close games. All of us, interestingly enough, all picked the Rams and all predicted that they're gonna score thirty points. I, however, think the Bengals will keep it close, 30 to 28. I do agree with the defensive mindset because you know when these big games happen, uh, especially in the start, it seems like there's a little nerves that are going on and, you know, they're just kind of feeling each other out. It's basically like a boxing match. You jab a little bit, kind of feel your opponent out, see what they're doing, and then you start hitting them up in the second half. That's generally how these games go. Uh, But, you know, there are those times where things get a little loose and fancy free, which I feel that this game has that potential, too. So that's what's cool about it. But I feel just looking at the matchup in general, I've been calling the Bengals all the way from the AFC. So I I, I listen, I've been riding this pony. But looking at the end of the day, the Rams to me, literally, I'm just sitting here looking at they almost look flawless. Like they just have everything you could want. If one running back goes down, they got another to put in their place. They got great. Look, they had Robert Woods go down. Let's not forget, they had Robert Woods, who's been a fantasy darling. You know what I mean? And he went down. Hey, OBJ, come on over here. Get on this train. We're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, to me, look, we'll talk about him in a second, but the lights are going to be bright. This is OBJ's day. Like, I think he's going to have a great Super Bowl. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm predicting him as MVP, but, and we'll talk about that in a second too, but I think he's going to have a decent day. Yeah, Nick, what were you going to say? Sir? You know, I, we're going to talk about, about these things in the upcoming uh, shows, but what do you do? What did the Rams do with Robert Woods now? I mean, did, did OBJ just take his job? I mean, it, and I think Woods is a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, what, like, it's like an embarrassment of, of riches, I just wanted to, to bring that up. Like we'll talk about that later. But I mean, like like you said, they got options upon options. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And indeed, what are they going to do with Robert Woods in offseason? I mean, think just. I mean, I do think OBJ is earning his spot, and he seemed like he's vibing well with Sean McVay. Um, you know, he's having him throw the ball, do different things. I mean, so I like and look what look at the uh, in the beginning of the season there was such a disconnect between Woods and Stafford. We were saying we weren't understanding why they're going out to breakfast with each other, but still just not connecting on the field. So, hey, you know what? It looks like OBJ came step right in, and, you know, it is what it is. So, um, you know, hey, I'll take Robert Woods. I mean, he's definitely not. He's uh, he's a great receiver. And, uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely would like him. All right. Let's speak of MVP. Let's bring that up real quick. Let me get your prediction on that real quick. I'll go to you, Nick, first. Who do you think is going to be MVP of the Super Bowl? Oh, the most obvious answer is it's going to be Cooper Cup. I mean, come on, man. I think he's going to get like seven, eight, seven to nine receptions. I think he'll go 180 plus. Uh, there's, I mean, there's no way to stop this guy. How do you, how do you game plan for this guy? I mean, if you, let's say if you double or triple team him, you got OBJ over there. So, uh, again, I think it's going to be Cooper Cup all day. That's, that's the guy. That is the man. Yeah, indeed. Fred, who do you think is going to be MVP? 
I think the man you brought, you, 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 the guy you brought in, Matt Stafford, uh, he's going to throw the Cooper Cup. I think he's going to have a big game. I, I mean, Cincinnati's good, for, but like I said, I believe in home field advantage. They're in L.A., great team. It's their house. He knows everything there is to know about it. I think he has over 300 yards, three touchdowns at least. So I think he's going to be Matt Stafford. All right, so we got Stafford, Cup, and I'm going to go Aaron Donald on defense. I think Aaron Donald's going to be the difference maker. Look what Tennessee did for an example against the Bengals. Really got in and penetrated to the quarterback. I feel like if there's a guy that's going to do that, it's going to be Aaron Donald all day for sure. So that is my prediction for the MVP of the Super Bowl. All right, let's go on. We're going to talk a little bit of fantasy. I know some people are still playing fantasy. I mean, got to get got to get the little Knicks out if they can. Let's <laughs> Let's start. We'll start with the bad first. So let's start with some Flanders flops. Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops. Fucking hit your bitch in the side. So, Nick, let's talk about your flops. You got Matt Stafford. Just talk about Nick. Uh, uh, Fred's talking about MVP. He's talking about he's going to be a flop. What do you, why, why do you say think that? Okay, so um, the only reason why I picked Matt Stafford to be a flop is, this is going to sound weird, but I don't think he has to do as much in that offense to be successful. So I'm not going to say he's going to have a horrible game. I'm just saying he's not going to have as big a stat-wise of Joe Burrow because uh, everything for the Bengals to be successful, successful, excuse me, is contingent on Burrow's performance. So Burrow has to throw the ball. Uh, I think because the Rams they're they're going to stuff the run, so they're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to have to run around and and make plays. I think with Stafford, I think that he can more or less hand the ball off more to um, Acres and. Uh, and Michelle can out, out of the backfield, and I don't think he has to do as much. I think he'll have a very, very good game. I just don't think he'll be as point, um, excuse me, as stat productive as uh, Joe Burrow. I went with uh, Joe Mixon just for what I just said, as far as the Rams uh, bottling and stuffing up the run. Uh, T. Higgins, I think he's just going to get lost in the shuffle because it's going to be Jamar Chase. And I think, believe it or not, I think. Um, Tyler Boyd is going to be the red zone target in in the game on on Sunday. I already mentioned about uh, CJ uh, Uzama. The funny thing is, I actually kind of want to hope to see the Bengals win because he said if the Bengals win, he's going to bathe in chili, and I think I'm, I think that'd be hilarious to watch. So, um, and then I think I think the Bengals they're just going to give up more points, so they're going to be the flop. Yeah, um, you know, look at the end of the day, you're you know you. Pitting one position against the other team. Right, agreed. All right, well, hey, appreciate you doing the flops for us. I don't think we're going to have time for the DFS because, you know, I can swing through it real quick because I really want to get to this little fun segment we have. Fred, let's go. Tell me, I know you got some little snacks there. Talk to me about what snacks you got for the Super Bowl other than your daughter's crib behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, we're having some – you're on mute, sir. You're on mute. You're on mute, yeah. I, I said my, my she's coming this week, so. <laughs> all right. So Congratulations. I went, and, I went and did my due diligence, asked all my friends. I didn't want to make up some stuff. What are the top five sauces, or the top five dips for the Super Bowl? Number five, 
<laughs> spinach dip. I don't know who, but why people love spinach dip, but they Ooh. do. That's but wifey. I, That's wifey's I don't number like one. It. But That's I found out that I could dr- I could actually drink it down. Uh, can I actually eat it down really quickly with some pure white Hennessy? So these two. <laughs> <laughs> You're matching oh, the dip with a liquor. I love it. <laughs> this guy. I gotta, I gotta say, when I ate that dip, I said, <laughs> I take some pure white Hennessy. <laughs> so my next one was, I made this from scratch, guys. Jalapeno queso dip for that spice. Mm. Now, that's number my top number four. I went to the family. That's what we like. So obviously, what goes good with jalapeno queso dip? Patron. Gotta have some tequila with the jalapenos. I was gonna say uh, poppers. I don't see anything going together. I don't know. My stomach's like cur- curling already. After the second shot, you won't even feel having no more. Uh, so, the next one. Guacamole, love fresh guacamole, love it, love it. So with guacamole, I figured that I would go with. Uh, I went back old school, you know. I used to eat it with a kid with my E and J brandy. Love E and J brandy, sophistication, buddy. Nice, nice. All right, now number two, gotta go with number two. It's an all-time favorite. You can get it mild, medium, hot, super hot. It's the regular old. Salsa. You get it wherever you go. Every restaurant, everywhere has it. You want to be cheap? Go get your damn salsa. But you know what else you can get with salsa? That Crown Royal. Okay. These these are everyday things. None. But my favorite, my favorite, buffalo chicken dip. This is my favorite dip there is. Buffalo chicken dip. And you know what goes great? And you're gonna you're gonna laugh, but you guys should really try it. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, yes. I know Try that. It. Is good. Try yes. it with the buffalo chicken dip. You guys will not you guys would not be disappointed. Now, I know my son is over there listening by the door, and I do have two honorable mentions. Okay. I know my wife loves her French onion dip. I don't like it. She likes it. I hate it. Don't like it at all. The last one, and and for some reason they keep screaming pico de gallo. It does not a dip. Okay, pico de gallo is not a dip. Okay. It's not a dip. It's Guys, guys, if you guys want the recipes, I'm more than happy to give it to you. Go on to TSS Fantasy, write us an email, and I'll give you the the, the, the recipes to all the dips. <laughs> next year, that was a great job, Fred. Great job with that segment. And next year, I'm going to get Alka-Seltzer to definitely sponsor that for sure. Yeah. Nick, we got uh, a little bit of time. on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, let's get the fun prop bets real quick before we have to head out here. All right. So, so for those of you uh, – Listening that that are that are brand new to uh, sports and and gambling, um, what a prop bet is it's it's a it's a it's an impact uh, it's an event in the game that does not impact the score. Okay, so that's so that's what that symbol is. Okay, so it, so it could be who drops the first ball, who gets a t- who who gets a coin tossed, what have you. Right. So right now, off of um, uh, DraftKings. For your DFS, and uh, for those of you who don't know what DFS stands for, it's Daily Fantasy Sports. Okay. The people that don't know? I'm going to show the DFS actually while you're talking. Go ahead. Okay, good. So uh, the number one bet off that is, Math- is Matthew Stafford wins 
uh, MVP at plus 100. Now, uh, what that means is you if, if you bet $100, you win $100. So if it's any plus and then whatever the, the dollar amount is behind it, you you uh, put down a $100 bet and you win that money back. Uh, the next one is Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford go over 599 and a half combined passing yards. That's at a buck and a half. Uh, Jamar Chase, ooh, to have more receiving yards than Cooper Cup. That's plus 165. Okay, and uh, the last one I got here is at least one player to have 150 plus receiving yard plus 200. Okay, so again, if if you want to lay down um, 200 bucks uh, to win another 200 hours, someone's going to have over over 150 yards. And the last one, the last one is minus 105. Now, what is the minus? The minus means you got to bet $100 to win 105, right? So uh, this is the coin toss. So it's minus, so the coin, it's tails. Tails, coin toss for minus 105. Mm, that's interesting. You know, and I have to say, Nick, I'm a little disappointed because I was expecting – you know, all season long, your shtick was to tell us how much it was to go to a stadium. And I was waiting for you how to bump much? that out for us. Like, how oh, much? I do have that as a matter of Thank matter you. Of I, knew, I had it, knew you had it. The cheapest price I found for a Super Bowl ticket way up in the nosebleeds, $5,300 just to get in the door. <sighs> you know. You you didn't drink a beer in the stadium yet. You might have parked. I didn't get parking Ooh. prices. I do apologize. No. But just just to get the door, it's fifty three hundred bucks. Hotel stay. Oh wee. Oh man. The box by 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 the freeway. There was an interesting so, article, or maybe somebody. I know it was an article. Somebody mentioned, you know, when is it? You know, when is the average? Fan, is this about the average fan anymore? When you know you're late, and it's not. And unfortunately, go ahead. That's so sad. Yeah, that's really sad, you know. But, you know, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, it's our sport. We have to celebrate it. That's the way they make their money. Hey, hey you know hey, what? Hey, they, they have to pay Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, uh, <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, two things. Num- number one, uh, the Super Bowl ads this year for Super Bowl commercial, $6.5 million. Woo! Nice. And um, I don't, the ex-president, I don't care who it, who it is, make it a bill. Super Bowl Monday should be a freaking holiday. Totally, is, totally agree. agree. I totally agree with that. With that, we're going to head out. We're going to head out today. Listen, enjoy the Super Bowl, guys, for you and yours. This is like a holiday for all of us, a culmination of our story that ends now. We appreciate you, and we are out. Go Rams! Rams. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. 
just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.